one. What is up, it's your boys, Black Access. Chat, G. Uh, Vince is a little bit late right now. Hold up. I'm going to give you an introduction. Give me a second. Uh, Vince is a little bit late <laughs> right now, so we just rock with the two of us. We do have a special guest in the building. Uh, why don't you give a little introduction to yourself, man? Uh, what's up, guys? Hello. Yeah, he's very Hello. white, uh, which is why, why, yeah. why, why, why I wanted to bring yeah. him on here for this Good special day. episode. <laughs> it's a beautiful weather uh, we're having. <laughs> so you all know what's going on in the world. Uh... George Floyd is out here. Um, he was murdered by police. And there's been a lot of protests. This was one of the biggest civil rights movement, really, uh, due to these protests arrives that I think we've ever had. Uh, and I, we can kind of go through and talk about that a little bit more. Now, before we kind of get just straight into that, uh, one of the aftermaths about that is riot police. <laughs> and one of the yeah, things the that was sent... Militarization of police. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that was just sent to me by a friend uh, was... The suppression of a journalist. Now, Vice, Vice has been hit or miss sometimes with some of the things they do with their methodology behind uh, how they get their reporting. Uh, but this is someone recording U.S. National Guard beating mercilessly. They beating the dog piss out of this guy. Throw him down, beat pepper spray him in the face uh, to our Vice reporter Michael Adams as he's yelling, "I'm pressed, I'm pressed, I'm pressed." How do y'all feel about that? I've, I've even seen that all over the country with, with reporters identifying themselves as media and still getting shot at, still getting tear gas. And this is uh, obviously a result of Trump's war on the press that he's been on for the past four years. He's made press the enemy of the people. And, and uh, well, certain people. And that's who the police represent, those certain people. So... It seems it seems like they're taking their opportunity now to take shots at the press. Whenever really true. Now, one of the things I kind of want to touch on uh, with, with that is the first time that I've seen uh, any kind of suppression going on with the George Floyd case was with CNN. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys saw that video. That I believe it was the day of the first Minnesota riots, uh, where. Yes, uh, uh, CNN reporter, I don't remember his name, maybe you do. Oscar Jimenez. Os- yes, Oscar Jimenez. Uh, singled out, singled out, at, at first he was singled out, and arrested him. Uh, then they came back and arrested the entire camera crew, everybody that was on site. Uh, never gave a reason for the arrest, I believe. At least that they didn't at the time uh, that they were arresting him. And he, they were doing that saying, on the live camera, on live. <laughs> and he was, say, he was asking, too. Like, he was saying, like, you need me to move. He's asking, he kept repeatedly asking, do you need me to move? Do you need me to move? Right, because they were in the area that they designated for the press, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they and they wouldn't say anything. Then they they didn't say. They just cuffed him. They did not give him a reason why he was being arrested, and all the while, uh, a white CNN reporter was was just down the street next to him doing the same thing. Did not even did not even go up to him. Did not even bother him. All right, and you see his thing. I didn't even know about that. Uh, that white CNN reporter. I didn't even know about that part. <laughs> yes. Jason Campbell, I believe, was his name. He, he was right down the street, like like right next, like basically right next to Oscar Jimenez. Did not nobody no no police went up to him. Did not have handcuffs placed on him. Was not harassed. Was not questioned. Hey, uh, what what are your thoughts on there, Jay? I mean, look at the end of the day, these cops are doing themselves no favors with shit like this. Like it's 
it's literally how you made something worse and it, it blows my mind bro it's the simplest shit don't be racist you know like just let these reporters report don't be violent let people have their moment and for some reason they just can't fucking let that shit happen like when i saw him get arrested i'm like i don't know how you could be so stupid to make that fucking decision especially in front of a fucking live camera I, especially in the midst of a of a riot based a, a midst of a riot on a live camera for police brutality yeah yeah and so you just perfect it blew my mind bro that shit blows my mind when they do shit like that i saw on twitter somebody brought brought this point that the police are committing police brutality at protests for police brutality like like how dumb is that <laughs> like that we're you're committing the very same thing that people are protesting and you expect and you expect that to escalate the situation you acting violently towards these protesters, you instigating these protesters. You think that's gonna be escalating situation? You shooting them with tear gas? People are peacefully protesting, shooting them with rubber bullets, blinding a photojournalist. It's it's just ridiculous. This whole this whole situation. Yeah, and you know we kind of been beating around a bush and uh, not necessarily talking about the actual subject at hand, but the some of the outcomes of the subject at hand. Uh, so mm-hmm. just to circle back here. We had uh, an unarmed black man, George Floyd, who yeah. was uh, murdered uh, by police. Uh, I don't remember the officer's name. I don't give a fuck what the officer's name is. It was Derek something. Uh, point of the matter is he's a piece of shit. And there were three other officers that witnessed and watched while they had this unarmed, uh, complete, compliant, already cuffed black man um, who was just answering, answering, trying to be as nice, trying to be as compliant as possible. Um, they just watched as his co-worker, uh, this, this officer Derek, uh, placed his knee onto the neck of George Floyd for eight minutes while he is saying, I cannot breathe. So that's where the, all this outcry had, uh, kind of stemmed from. But in reality, this, a lot of this outcry, it's, it's been fueling, it's been bubbling. I mean, we see little parts that we see, uh, cracks, if you will, in the armor every time we have this, when we had it with... Uh, Ahmaud Arbery, you know, when we had it with uh, Freddie Gray, when well, that's too many names for me to kind of go on a, uh, on a list here, right? Uh, Philando Castile, just uh, just so many names, so many names for me to kind of go on. And we, we've had this, uh, these cracks, and we've had these riots, and we had these moments, and we had this protest, but we've never had it to a point uh, or scale as big as this, uh, where it's been uh, going across the country, not even going across the country, globally at this point, where we've had uh, riots and protests in London, uh, riots and protests in Toronto, Berlin, um, in you Japan. know, in Japan. Uh, Japan? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, I saw it in Tokyo. They're doing a Black Lives Matter protest in Japan. Yeah, so even so, even more cities, cities that I wouldn't even imagine, to be honest. Um, but even more cities that we're having this, this is, this is huge, this is global. Um, what do you think is going to come from this do you think we're actually going to get somewhere with this i mean we do have a we do have a, an arrest made on that officer uh I'm, i think we should have three more arrests uh but more importantly than that i think we should have a conviction this is this is this is the tip of the iceberg basically george floyd because we had just in the past couple of months i, I maybe in the past month i i may have met him he had ahmad uh avery the the jogger in i believe georgia was gunned down by that former cop and his son by mm-hmm. jogging and then we had uh Breonna taylor who was who was murdered in her bed while she was sleeping 
by the police because uh, they they busted into her home at the wrong house during a drug bust, and they shot first and asked questions later. Turned out they already had and the then, guy. Yeah, while they already had the guy, and her boyfriend is now. I don't, I don't know if he's still in prison. I, I don't know if he got out, but they arrested her boyfriend because obviously he shot back at the police officers because he had people breaking into his house, and they start shooting, and he shot a police officer. But and also, um, no officers have been charged in that case as well. So you've seen uh, protests in Louisville too. But I think, as far as if there's uh, lasting change, I feel like this might be one of like the best opportunities to create change because people are fed up right now, and and they're not taking this anymore. Yeah, no. Across the nation, people, people, like you said, this has been a, this is a global protest now people all across the world are protesting this and until justice is served uh i don't see this i don't see this coming uh simmering down at all all right and i want to take this second here to say that uh Vince McMass has finally entered the chat here uh finally he'd he be a little bit late but uh he, he finally made detours. it I'm, I'm, my apologies you know he's fashionably uh, late yeah i wouldn't say fashionably but you know because of <laughs> The things that's going on right now, I'm in the heart of West Philadelphia. It's uh, I'm here to report live from the scene that it is pretty hectic right now in the city, and um, I'm surprised. You know, I'm glad you brought up the point of like how much outrage this is like bringing because I'm really, honestly, I, I'm not surprised so to say, but um, I am sort of just taken aback by how this, this situation specifically with Floyd, is what has been what like you said the tip of the iceberg for this rebellion or i don't even know if we can call it that yet but just outrage across the board from people across different countries inside the united states i'm surprised that this is the one do you think that that's because of i guess how much footage we had of this scene like it, it i guess it impacted people more than from what we saw with uh what you mentioned like the um ahmed being being killed by the uh those white men on, on his jog and everything like i that. think it was so i, I think, think it's it, being the fact that like we've seen that video well i haven't seen it myself but just the fact that people have so much access to that i think definitely changed the effect that it had on people yeah, and, and, I, all this. and i can't even watch that video the full way man like i, I it, yeah. it, it breaks my it, heart bro i i, I, I ignore tearing it. up i can't no i have such a weird at first i had such a weird response to all this because i had been off twitters for like a few weeks even like prior to this happening so when I heard about George Floyd and everything that happened, of course, I was like very upset about it, but I had to like really catch myself because I was kind of living in this bubble where I saw it and I was like, damn, like another another one, you know, like another one happened. And it, it, it's sad that it's hit that point where these things happen so much that we're, we've become, numb. yeah, we've numbed to it. Yeah. So, I mean, but without Twitter, I wasn't necessarily outraged. I was just upset again. But then once I saw people were actually starting like unite and starting to riot i was like oh wow like this is actually this is actually becoming something like we might actually start trying to make moves and trying to make changes and coming together to protest even during the times that we supposed to be quarantined in the house this has been the thing that has brought us all out once again it's unfortunate but this is where we are now and i think i think that plays a big part in like the, the unrest right now too because people have been have been largely cooped up in their homes for months People, 40 million Americans have lost their jobs. Uh, the stimulus pack, the stimulus uh, package is only uh, $1,200. Meanwhile, companies uh, are being 
getting $500 billion in bailout money. Like, like this is a lot of things coming together right now. Yeah. That's creating this. Like people are fed up with the system that's been holding black people down for, well, since the inception of America, since they were mm -hmm. brought over to this country, since they were forcibly brought over here. Like this, people are, are just fed up completely with everything and they're ready to tear the system down. My only question is during this time is, is there hope, you know, that can possibly come out of this? Is there something positive that we can make from these riots and from everything that's going on? Is it is it something we can like bring out of this to create change? Like, do y'all think that this is the proper way to protest and to make our voices heard? And that's a good question right like there. The, the there is no proper, oh, oh, sorry. No, 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 I see, this, this is the question I was waiting to get to. And uh, mm -hmm. I really want Jay to go first on this. Now, he <laughs> has a different perspective. Well, he, he, he has a different background, though, I'll say that much. Um, and he's white. He's because he's white. We know we're three black men. Uh, so I really, really want to have him go first on this to see what it is and uh, see how alike or different we are when it comes to it. So we're talking about, like, if I, if I see things actually changing? The, the, like, the, how... how the, the way that yeah, we, we are doing things right now that. are there do you think there are good things are going to change do you think this is a white way to bring change i mean i'm gonna be real with you it's there this is from my perspective on things and this is how a few things do i agree per se with everything going on that's not the debate like it's like i can sit here though and i can tell you i understand though like it's it's mm -hmm. one of those things where mm -hmm. Bro, it, it goes on for this fucking long. What do people want? You're not just going to sit there and continue to take this shit. Like, there's been this injustice going on for this long where, shit, man, whatever happens, happens. Buildings are insured. Like, it's... Exactly. These things go on, bro. Like, mm -hmm. I, don't, I wish there was a better way, but people have tried better ways. Numerous times, they have tried better ways, and it's just... It is what it is, bro. I'm I'm going to a protest. If shit goes down, I'm not stopping them. Shit. Like, as for if I see things changing, I hope, bro. I really do hope so. I really hope something gives for once. With how big these riots are, I would love to My see God. something. Riots, protests, anything. But how just widespread everything's becoming to the fact that it's even leaving the United States. I really would hope we see change. I would hope so, but again, you, you've already had so many matters of injustice happen where it should be obvious that change happens. It should we have the body cameras were supposed to be a widespread change. And even with the body cameras, they aren't held responsible for shit. So I don't know. Like it's, it's a weird case. It shouldn't be what it is. Yeah. Like you said, we saw, we saw George Floyd be murdered on camera and we still have three officers that were responsible also responsible for his murder that are still free right now they've not been mm -hmm. charged with anything while the city of minneapolis is burning to the ground and while other cities are burning as a result of this these three officers have not been charged with anything yet and that's a there's another um issue with with police that they that they consistently protect their own they consistently protect their own over the interests of the people. And this is why they need to, they need a complete overhaul of policing or 
It just needs to be abolished, and a new system needs to be brought up completely. Yeah, I think that's uh, we're gonna have to go with the ladder on that one definitely, because as we can see, this issue is like not just particular to George Floyd's case. Like I think now is the time that we're taking it and expanding upon the larger conversation, which is exactly why it's expected that people are going to react differently. You know, we have some people trying to have peaceful protests. We have some people who are just using this as a time to riot and loot. But I think at the end of the day, the message is that like we're frustrated and it's something that needs to be done. Who knows what that exactly is? Like, you know, how exactly we can get it done, but we need to, you know, we need to unite and we need to do something about this however to, we can. And to Jay's point too of, of people trying other ways we saw we saw a couple years ago somebody tried another way colin kaepernick he tried mm-hmm. to peacefully protest and kneel during the national anthem yeah talk and about the symbolism saw, of that yeah we, the symbolism of of colin kaepernick kneeling during the national anthem i feel like this this, this sparked a lot of discourse on on this on police brutality and now the tipping point is uh, a police officer kneeling on George Floyd's neck and killing him. And that's just crazy symbolism to think about. But with Colin Kaepernick, he tried peacefully to protest and he got so much blowback mm-hmm. and, and he lost his livelihood because of this. They blackballed him from the National Football League. And they, who also, by the way, had the gall to put out a statement where they're, where they're talking about George Floyd and police brutality. Meanwhile, there are cowards who who wouldn't do shit when when uh, one of their players, when Colin Kaepernick was being called out by Trump. They all bowed to Trump and kissed his ass and made sure that he never played another down in the National Football League again so they can keep that statement. I'm sorry. I'm just sitting here, you know, oh. like... Mike on. You know, it, it's a lot. You know? Yeah, right. I'm just... The, the football thing... Like, I, I will agree with that, like... Because, you know, I remember everyone having an issue with him doing that, having peace and all that shit. Like, everyone had a comment saying, oh, this is wrong. If you don't like it, get out, all that shit. And it's like, okay, so you don't want peace. <laughs> You don't want it loud, so they, they mm-hmm. literally just want you to take mm-hmm. it in silence. That's it. And yeah, that's and it. It's like, what, what way do you want us to act? You know, because we try peaceful methods. We try, you know, some people try, you know, destroying things, and it's like, what method is gonna eventually break through to make something? To and, make now, something and now that, that the riots have broken out, they all want to pull out the those third grade uh, MLK quotes. <laughs> <laughs> and, t- and bring him up and talk about oh MLK would have wanted this MLK would have wanted this meanwhile MLK said himself that riot, uh, a riot is the language of the oppressed like people <laughs> people and also MLK's son also said that too and you have people arguing with him <laughs> yeah they dragged, they dragged him that was wrong that was completely wrong but also, right. let's, let's not look at like our historic leaders as like the end all be all of what was right, the right way to protest. Because then again, like There's we no have right to, yeah, okay. we have to also consider like they were living in a different time. This is completely different now. Like especially with like the effect of social media and how how much like awareness there is to these issues around the world. It's really just a completely different landscape than what MLK was fighting. And now our generation has has to put up with their responsibility. You know, of all these issues 
boiling over and not being fully resolved as we would like them to be. Yeah, and you know, it's one thing that I see people, or I saw people in my timeline. Uh, I got rid of those. You, you, you don't, we don't need them here. Uh, who are <laughs> they? They they were hyping up back when uh, Hong Kong had their protests, which as certainly should, man. I mean, they mm-hmm. were hyping I all that up. Notes. I was taking <laughs> notes. I was taking notes. And now, and especially, now, especially right? Wearing the gear. Yeah, but I'm saying now, right? They're like, oh, 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 we 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 don't need to do that here. Um, you know that that's not the right way to, that we kind of go about it. But at the same time, they were hyping up exactly what was happening in Hong Kong, uh, and, and it put it, it gave me, it gives you an idea, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Now people always love to be about shit until it's time to be about shit, uh, mm-hmm. and the idea that it kind of challenged me a little bit when yeah. it started happening in Philly. Happened in Philly, <laughs> like it I live, in, you know, y'all, y'all don't need, everyone don't need to know this, but everyone here in this chat um, knows that where I live, they know that I live pretty close to City Hall. Uh, so that's what a lot of a lot of shit was happening. Uh, you know, when the stores got looted, there were stores being looted that was right down the street from me. I could hear everything going on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that 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 huge fire, that three alarm fire that was, uh, you know, that people reported last night, that was four blocks away. You could you could look outside, you could see wow. the smoke, you could feel that heat if you walked outside from where I'm at, right? Um, so it got really real, and then you know, part of that 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 that, that idea of you know people only care about shit when it's real because i was fully down for everything happening in minnesota i had to ask myself am i still saying this is good and at that i had that conversation with myself and yeah you know uh yeah it is i might not feel completely safe and i want to make sure that i take the next day precautions to make sure that you know me and mine is safe during this uh moment especially we're not going outside to participate in some of the uh the writing but at the same time, I understand and I validate and like, yes, this is how you feel. You should need to get down. This is what's going to make the difference. Hey, you know what? I don't have the right answer. You do it. Go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Not do what you got to do. Uh, so I, and I still kind of support that. But I feel as though for a second, <laughs> for a split second, you have to, I have to stop and think, uh, yo, hold up. This is my neighborhood now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so on that question, then I asked, um, that friend that sent the video to me earlier, uh, I asked him, I was like, well, you know, what, what do you think? What do you think? And without a doubt, he was like, oh, no, nah, this is it. I mean, if shit happens, it happens, we defend ourselves, but we can't, we can't fold at this point. No, we gotta, we gotta stick, stick by what we said. So Vince, I'm curious, right? Uh, you know, you're in the heart of things. You're in the, you know, thick of it as well. Um, part of the reason why you was late was just kind of getting back due to the curfew that was put in place here, yeah, uh, due to the fact part. that, you know, shit is getting rough. Um, so how do, how, how, how do you feel that everything is like this is in your backyard as well? Uh, that a lot of this rioting uh, is happening somewhere very, very close to you and it very well could affect you, mm. your safety, um, as well as how you operate your day-to-day life. I mean, you still got to go to work tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, this is all like fairly new to me. I mean, we just got a few hours ago a notice that we were going to have a curfew implemented. Last night they said 8 o'clock, but now it's what, 6, six. o'clock? I believe. 6 today. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was caught in the middle of all that. So I was just like, wait a minute, I can't get home by six right now. And then, so, I mean, it's just, it's, it's all happening so fast. It's really hard to give you a solid answer of what my reaction is. But I'm with you, man. I'm just sort of just like, dang, I got to treat every day like, not as though it's like a major risk, but, you know, just trying to watch out for myself and watch out for people around me, hoping that it doesn't go necessarily to a point where it's going to be like in my neighborhood, hopefully. I'm hoping that the looting and the rioting stays so like, in my neighborhood. Like, in my neighborhood? No, not your neighborhood, but I mean, 
You oh, where, where it is now? <laughs> I'm hoping it stays where like the commercial businesses and everything is. And I hate to say that as well because I don't want people to like lose their jobs and everything. But we also have to remember like we have like black owned businesses that we can't be destroying around here. Like we can't just be, you know, destroying any yeah. shop open. Which also leads me to question who are who is actually doing these things because I saw videos online of people sort of just not seeming to be a part of the um, exact Black Lives Matter protest, but sort of just there to destroy and to wreak havoc. And it's really something we need to consider moving forward because it's like, how many people do we really consider to be a part of the cause? And what, how big is the cause really? Like how much does this expand out into other like to other things that we want to solve? Because there's some people out here that are looking to peacefully protest. Some people are looking to actually just just do some damage yeah do some damage and break stuff and i even saw videos online i don't know how true this is but some people are saying like they're planning things like the police will plant fake cars there just for us to destroy oh, no, we, we, we see that no stuff. no that that, that yeah, part is true that part is true bro. there we see mm-hmm. undercover undercover yeah, for, yeah for you guys probably protest. discussed that before i came through but like that i mean it's just it's so much to like really just like think about and to dive into we have to really be smart about what our next steps are just in protecting ourselves and making sure that our word is heard clearly and not just mistaken for something so that's that's where my that's where my main concern is at this time i feel like people um that say that when when that the protests are losing their message and stuff when and when riots break out i feel like those people like off wanting the message to be lost mm-hmm. i feel like the message is very clear what it is black, black and brown people we're very we're sick Mike on. of of being beaten and abused by police yep we're sick and tired of the system we want we want change we want reform from we want to burn this shit down like we want like we don't we're, we're sick and tired of the same thing happening every time we have we have marches every year we have anniversary marches and and we have the same problems still it's not working we have the same problems when martin Luther king jr was marching you have the same problem so from when they burned down Black Wall Street uh, 99 years ago, I believe to the day. Mm-hmm. And we need we need something to be done. And I feel like this this is a, a breaking point with that, where 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 something's got to give, one way or the other here. Yo, yeah. I, I was wondering if I could have a moment. Uh, when Go you guys were talking about Martin Luther King, and it, it, it occurred to me, first off, I love that everyone posted the Martin Luther King quotes about anti-riots are white. That's that's a whole fucking... Uh, the, uh, and a topic that's addressed a lot because, you know, the overstep. I, I've been wanting to talk about one person for a while that everyone's leaving out of the discussion when they're bringing up, well, back in the day, how they did it. No one talks about Malcolm X. And I try not to get into it because, again, I don't want to overstep my whiteness. But when it, when I was in history class, that was my favorite figure to study. Mm-hmm. Because everyone always talked about Martin Luther King and everything he did. They forget it was a joint effort between a lot of people in the Civil Rights Movement. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't just King. Ma- Malcolm X had a big part. And no one likes to talk about the quotes like, nonviolence is fine as long as it works. Yeah, I think but his no methodology, to, yeah. Yeah. His methodology no would apply to more to today. His and methodology definitely applied more. 
that's what kills me. No one talks about Malcolm X. Everyone's the first one to address like, oh, well, Ma Ma Martin Luther King was about peace. And it's like, okay, it, like, let's say 100% that was the only case. Malcolm X was a big fucking part of the civil rights movement and no one wants to talk about him. And it blows mm -hmm. my mind every time he's left out of the discussion. Well, and I mean, the... he... <laughs> no, go ahead, my bad. Go ahead. No, you're good, bro. I, I was pretty much done anyway. Well, the reason that people aren't really bringing that up, uh, it doesn't fit their narrative. I mean, even back in the day, yo, they didn't fuck with King like that. Like, I, like white people, like, the white people he now. Was one of the people. Exactly, exactly. Like either. Yeah, but no, that's what I'm saying. But they, they, they didn't fuck with Malcolm X. They didn't fuck with a lot of uh, you know our civil rights leaders at the time. And I mean, and they still just, and they still really don't. But here's the thing, right? Uh, Martin Luther King's, they they twist his narrative or they twist. Uh, a lot of what he stood for, what he did to fit their narrative to keep complacent and compliant. Uh, but when you look at the history of it, he, yes, he was one of the most hated men in America because of what he was doing at, at the time. So, yes, uh, they're very, very, very good at picking who they want uh, to champion after the fact, especially because he, he can't speak for himself right now. <laughs> they killed him. They, they killed him. So he can't come out and say, oh, ho, 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 ho. I I I I yo y'all y'all gonna tear this shit up. <laughs> he, he can't come back up and say that, cause they they killed them and they killed all of them like, like you said. Uh, they 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 they're making sure uh, that when they they able to use these narratives and twist and twist these words uh, that they're gonna appeal to whatever's gonna fit their best description. So if they want people to be complacent, they want us to be like, oh, the peaceful protest is the way to go. Look how well it went for King. Um, that's what they're that's what they're gonna say, and they're gonna ignore everything else man uh they're gonna ignore the black panther movement uh as they disbanded and made sure they can't even operate as an organization even though the kkk is still around um they're gonna uh ignore uh the radicalness of malcolm x uh they're gonna ignore uh almost every important uh civil rights movement that happened before uh that march in memphis they're gonna ignore all of that and say this is it we he had a dream that's it um and, and let me just say right now i don't mean to say detract anything from dr king uh or any or any of those uh, uh leaders uh so i don't want people to construe my words in that way uh but it's more akin to what Vince was saying earlier that we should not be looking towards the past in a sense uh all this time for what they did because they're not here right now we are uh, and and we need to kind of find our own path and uh our own um, methodology in our own way to kind of remedy our situation that we are in i think they gave us great building blocks i think uh every single one of them you know they fought for what they truly believe was right and they did the best they could and we have to uh salute them we are proud of that because they did bring a lot of changes all of them did together collectively uh but at the same time uh we always we know that we have a lot uh, longer to go and that we all need to figure out how we as the community want to bring together uh and operate forward without looking at uh, Dr. King, without looking at uh, Malcolm X, without looking at Huey P. Newton. Uh, that's kind of wild with that. I think it is, though, important to take like, some aspects from what they did, but you, oh, can't, yeah. you can't just apply one one civil rights leader's whole methodology and stuff. This is yeah. not going to work. That's not gonna oh, work. They tried it's it. Different. They tried it. I'm not saying like gotta, gotta... everything they said, but I'm just saying, like, you know, take take into account that it's a different time. Like, we got to use yeah. that they had and push something. Modernize forward. it. Yeah, yep. and which kind of leads me to um, ask my next question is that, like, do you think that we're lacking that, like, sort sort of just like a soul leader or maybe just like a political face in the black community or 
just behind the movement itself to where like we can all put our focus into like that one person that represents what the cause truly is because i feel like that's something we sort of need during this time like we're still all sort of separated on this like we have all the right ideas but i think we need that one person to like kind of just like put the message into and to be the face of representation of what this what this is all about you know i don't know if that if that can work today with, with one person yeah everybody has so has so many different opinions on how to get this done that i don't i, don't, I can't see one person uniting everybody on that and, yeah. and i just want to kind of add on to that right um i think it worked then and not i think it worked then and when i say that i'm talking about uh way back in the day like slave revolts <laughs> you know when they're rallying <laughs> under nat turner right but, nat turner, but yeah. yeah but you know even in the 60s it didn't really have that one central figure you know we, we just talked yeah. about all these other people right mm-hmm. um and i think now we don't necessarily need uh a central figure as long as we have a group or collective um yeah. and that collective right now i think the great the great equalizers in the internet and social media right uh yes, i feel I, as though I was gonna say that. yeah with the equal with that great equalizer with social media with uh us being able to kind of get our voices there uh we as a collective can come together in a bigger way than any leader could mm-hmm. um now obviously it is a collective so we need to kind of figure out how we all want to the collectively uh position ourselves think- in that point and that's something that you know a, a couple individuals could rise up and help with uh, but I necessarily wouldn't call them necessarily leaders. I w- to be more akin, right? I was in my in my mind. I consider a leader to be a, more like a coach, right? Uh, but I don't think we need necessarily coaches right now. I think what we really need are team captains. <laughs> I feel like I feel like um, this might be like the most together that people have been though, like right now. And that's because yeah, social media. This look, yeah, because of social media. Because look again, this is global. We, yeah, we also saw um, it, it in Ferguson too. Like that, that obviously was a big movement as well. But social media's got even bigger since then. What was that? 2015. Yeah, uh, yeah it was around that time. Yeah, around that time. And social has only expanded since then. I feel like people's consciousness has expanded a lot since then too. Like the like the general consensus. Like people, I hate to use this word, but people are more woke. Than they were back then too. As a give or take, give or take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it really people. depends on how you apply it. Cause like honestly, certain people were radical than they were back then. I think. I think certain people are more willing to to listen to and participate in radical ideas mm. than they than they were back then. And then it's also so easy though now to live in a bubble. Like that's that's what really scared me. Like because like like I said earlier, like when I had when I wasn't on Twitter, like I noticed how like unwoke I was, and I was like, oh shit, like. What, what the hell happened to me? Like, I'm not even, like, I should be fed the fuck up. And, like, I, I was looking at myself in the mirror, like, God damn, like, what have I become? <laughs> I delete Twitter and, God damn it, I'm not even a part of the world anymore. And so, like, it just made me realize, like, yo, you, there's so many people out here that just choose to be ignorant about shit. So, it's, like, it's really, it, as much as we like to say, like, oh, more people are woke, like, I feel like at, on the same scale, more too like so we got to make sure we got to like just like stay in tune with what's going on and, and past this week you know because eventually like the riots will start dying down people will start just living their normal lives as if this never happened so i yeah we have to continue this discourse like 
after yeah. after this is over. We can't let that. We can't let what what's being what's being done right now go in vain. Like we, exactly. and, I, and we still haven't had justice though too. Like I feel like I feel like as long as those officers remain uncharged, like it's gonna be at this level. It, it may simmer down a little bit after after the officers are charged, the other three officers in the George Floyd case are charged. But we need a conviction. We need a conviction. We don't. We don't need. We yeah. don't need charges. We need. A, we need a conviction. We need actual thing that's actionable, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, you know, we've had officers before. They oh, they were charged and then they beat the case. We've had uh, George Zimmerman, who was not even an officer, but he was charged and look what happened. He beat the case, right? He's we don't. We don't need that. We need a conviction. Uh, uh, we need these people to actually have a punishment. Uh, that's the. I think that's really the only way they're going to see. Okay, well, now I'm getting punished for some things I did. Let me. Let me watch my actions, right? Uh, now, now, now they're going to be a little bit more careful. If, if they're going to be closeted racist and try to kill black people, uh, they're not going to be more open about it. They're actually going to have a fear before they do something. And that fear is going to be good. That fear is going to deter, uh, you know, someone from dying that day. It's going to help someone get uh, save their life. That's what we need. We, we need, need to put the fear in their heart. We need a lot of these officers that have been uh, abusing and and overstepping their, their bounds and stuff and, and hurting these protesters, we need them charged as well. Because mm -hmm. there needs to be consequences to these actions. Because we've seen hundreds of videos of officers uh, gassing protesters that were walking away, pushing them, yep. punching them, shooting them with rubber bullets. Like we've seen all these videos and stuff and we need we need charges for them as well. Because if yeah. they get away with it, then, then all the other officers are obviously gonna think they can get away with it too, even though they're being filmed. Yeah, it's just like no accountability, uh, no accountability all across the board. I think Jordan Peele tweeted something about this. He was saying how like you can see the fear in their eyes once they've been they've been like recorded. They fear more so getting caught doing this shit than they do like actually you know doing it. So, and then and then also you see their partners too. The the like I think they're just they're, they're just as disgraceful as the people that are committing the actions. If you see your partner committing police brutality and you don't do shit you also committed police brutality as well that's accessory that's an excess they were yeah, charged a black man what i thought accessory you yeah. accessory to a crime like you 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 could have stopped that shit like look like in like in george floyd's case obviously you had three officers there nobody did shit the the the, the one officer was on his neck for nine minutes and nobody did anything as george floyd was begging for his life that herd mentality i think um i think they mentioned that in like one of these media studies courses i have but it's like it's sort of just like this mentality that you have when you're a part of a big group to where you feel like almost invincible like you could just do anything so mm. yeah, somehow they, we gotta break that and it's like a mafia basically like people people have said this for forever that that the police are the biggest gang in america you've said that literally since the first piece like of my podcast back when we started it <laughs> I mean, we didn't invent the quote. We didn't invent the quote. I, I mean, no, no, I know, but I'm just saying that's yeah. what I, I just know you've been saying that for the longest time. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> they are the biggest gang in America. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, like you see, you see them protect each other over over citizens. Theoretically, what a police officer should be doing is having the best interest of the community in mind. Obviously, as we've seen, the entire time policing has been around. That's not what happens. So, well, what's the next step with that? What, do we? Is there any way to reform, reform policing, or do you just have to tear down the whole system and come with a new one? 
you know, I think, <laughs> I think as, as, as hard as it is to uh, come up with a new system, um, especially because you're going to have Michael people. Mix. Go ahead. Wait, go ahead. Go Michael ahead. Max will say make a new system. But go ahead. No, yeah, no. So I think that's I think that's hard. I think uh, as hard as to kind of create a new system, you have people that are going to be stuck in their ways and don't want to kind of change that. Um, I think as much as you could say, you know, we need to do that. I think you can just throw that out there. But I think the thing that we really do need to do isn't to destroy, uh, but to add and build, right? Uh, I don't think. I think once we try the add-in building part, then we could try the destruction. Like, like, like with the feel, riots and peaceful protests, right? But I feel like that's what we are now. But no, no, but hear me, but hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Structure. Okay, I, 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 I get that, and I get that. I, you said that's what we are now, and I'm glad you said that, right? We, that's what we are now when it comes to actually getting noticed, because shit is not getting noticed, and mm -hmm. then we're not getting shit, and then when it is noticed, we're not getting shit done, right? Right now, we are in a position. Now we gotta... We're in a position to actually get noticed, and then once we are noticed. Uh, then is when we move on to that second step. You know, it, it, it's it's not necessarily we can't we can't tackle it all at once, right? It is the journey yeah, of single steps. Right? Yeah, we and it, it might not happen. You know, in our lifetime, it might be in our grandchildren's lifetime. Um, but we mm -hmm. at least were part of that 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 change uh, that felicitated that, right? So what and what I'm saying is that if we can change and build and add new laws in place, so we can kind of uh, go around the police structure and have these people who are uh, you know, new recruits there coming in who want and will, will have the best things for their citizens or best um, uh, 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 best interests of their citizens in their community. Uh, and they will report on their uh, cops who do not have the best interests of their community and they are doing some shisey-ish. Uh, that's when we would start seeing some more progress. Now, if that doesn't work, because again, we I don't think we've tried it truly yet. <laughs> Because uh, we're still in that game mentality. Like, I don't, that yeah, we haven't had a chance. If we have, and if that it's doesn't work after we tried it, then it's a, let's destroy it. It's such a big thing to tackle because it's how do you really restructure something that is inherently built to oppress a certain group? Like you know, like we can't, you can't just like add ornaments to a tree that's like rooted to be trash. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah, I mean, you can't build on like, like foundation. Yeah, like exactly. So it's just the house can crumble. Yeah, and I'm not saying that to just like try to like back out on like the progress we've been making, but it's just like how do we really expect to just add on to this and just to like shift it, shift it so that it could work for us when it was literally built from the ground up to like to oppress us and to to rule over us, you know? Yeah, and you know, I guess since this is uh, my yeah, point with the build. Go ahead, Chad. Because you, oh, you yeah. go. Uh, yeah, since my point was kind of the the, the building part, I, I kind of took it to, that was a, a call out to me on what would I do, right? Uh, and so the idea that I would kind of have with that, um, it, the foundation is there. You know, it, it, the foundation of all police forces uh, is to protect the serving community. So we have the foundation. We have that. That's never, that's not going to be changed. When I, once we have added to it um that we're going to undermine and suppress all minorities uh once we add that kind of idea to it um and then we start building up into it yeah that, that, that that's the problem right and and that's gonna be hard to get rid of but that's not necessarily a part of the foundation you can make an argument a police force uh was around since the beginning of time but there's always been a type of force for security uh force for security a force for to help our communities i mean this is 
not something new to America. Uh, and, and, and during that time, it hasn't always been to suppress and undermine uh, a minority group. It's always been the idea of protecting and serving the homeland first. Yeah, the the, the minority group that that thing that came later. I can think we can talk about the Romans and yeah, came, that that came, that came later. later. That came a little bit. Please, actually came free because they needed to have a way to suppress them. So. Right, but I'm, yeah, I'm talking about but before even before even we have uh you know slaves based on racial. We're talking about slaves based on just captures, capture prisoner wars. Like we can go further beyond that with Romans, right? And talk about that. That the first thing, first and foremost of every military or militarized force, quote unquote, uh, is protecting and serving the homeland community first, and then after that. It's all those bars, you know. Romans they took their prisoners in the war, made them slaves. Uh, you know, we have the racial ideology of slavery that comes from uh, the United States, uh, and that got kind of built into the military, military and the police force as well. Uh, but inherently, it is not the foundation. So when we try to build over, uh, build over that, it is okay because there is a foundation for us to start with and kind of be on. There is that idea. It's not that we have to kind of destroy everything. Uh, mm-hmm. But there is some things that we can definitely improve and add upon. You like you bring up that house analogy, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You're tearing down the West Wing, and I, I use that literal because Trump in the West Wing right now. We don't like that nigga. But we're tearing down the <laughs> West Wing, right? And then we're rebuilding a new one where it, it where it stood. Uh, and then from that, with that new building, we're adding additions. You know, we're we're putting a pool table in that joint, man. Uh, we 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 putting a flat screen TV in there. Uh, we making sure the, the the lawn over there nice and <laughs> nice and maintained, man. The grass is about uh, what's it called? What, what's what's the uh, great grass inch? Like three three inches? The grass is three inches high, whatever it is, right? Uh, it's, it's, it's lush and green. It's, it's you got like the, the daffodils. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> uh, we got the whole crib staff right there, like the whole not cribs. Um, uh, let's pit my rod. We got the whole pit my rod crew there, making sure everything good. <laughs> That's what we try to do, yeah. That's what we try to do. That's what we really try to do, man. But it, we have that foundation. It's it's a beater right now. Going with my Rod, it's a beater. Doesn't mean that we got junk the whole car, right? It means we can fix it up. It might need a new engine. The engine might be that the building. Engine, like, yeah, the, engine, the engine might, might need to go. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. But engine. we don't need to throw away the whole car. You need a new I don't, I don't think that, that bitch too. And, and a new alternator. We're talking about that's going to be at least 350. So if America was a person, it might need a heart replacement, basically. Yeah, I mean, it, if I, America is, a, anything, is a person, that motherfucker need a whole new cyb- like cyborg body into a position. I don't even know. You called him Victor. You called him Victor from Team. America is a person right now. That motherfucker got blown the fuck up. Has no limbs currently. Look like motherfucking. What's what's the dude name of Forrest Gump? Lieutenant Dan up in this motherfucker. Lieutenant Dan is the representation of America right now. We just in shambles. Got fucking fucking hookers and shit. Depressed. Drinking alcohol. (laughs) We need Forrest Gump. We need Forrest Gump. We need his best snapple. We need his best snapple. Lieutenant Dan. Get titanium legs. Not that ass. But yeah, man. it's it's, It's a lot of change that needs to be made. And it's, it's difficult to think about, but we, we got to just take the necessary steps one by one. And we can't expect everything to happen in the next five years, five or ten years. You know, it's going to be gradual. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a lot, a lot that we need to shift towards. 
So I'm just hoping, ooh, hoping and praying every day that this is this is gonna turn into something, you know? I'm I'm waiting to see within the next week how this progresses because I do wanna like actually get out get out there and protest. And I was actually hoping we could take this podcast maybe to the streets, let the people know what's on their mind, you know. Cause we we like to get on this show and we we discuss our peace of mind, what what brings us to peace. But we we need to know what is necessary to bring peace to the people out there. So that's how I'm feeling now. We gotta connect. We, we just gotta connect, you know. I just wanna we got, know. We got we gotta you gotta figure out the first step. Or is this the first step right now? Are we in the first, are we in phase one? No, we're definitely in phase two or three. Phase one, phase one, I think the civil rights movement. Would you agree? I think phase one was progress undone with Trump. I feel like I I feel like a lot of progress like came undone when, when Trump became president. Not the whole thing, obviously, but like a lot a lot of things turned that's upside just, down. That's, a part, of, that's a part of the phase though. That's just a part of the phase. You know, you know you get some it, ups, you get some downs. It's the hero's journey, you know what I mean? Uh there's there's gonna be a part of the, the journey where uh, the hero down to his luck, and uh, everybody hates the hero. But by the time mm-hmm. book three or part three or whatever that movie is going to be or story is going to be, he has to rise up and you know come face the big bad of it all. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> if, if America was an anime character, who would it be? <laughs> I love oh, it. Man. I love it. So you could actually ask this question <laughs> to me and Jake, as uh, he he watches some anime too. He he ain't big as a buff as me, but uh, he does watch them as well, right? Uh, so if America was an anime character, uh, who would it be? Whew. I'm gonna have to go uh, with Black Zetsu from Naruto, right? Uh, and, and so I go with Black Zetsu because uh, you see. So let me let me tell you why I, I didn't go with some people. I I, I knew I wanted to go with the Naruto character because I know a lot of people are gonna recognize Naruto characters. Uh, so I wanted to go with that, and I want at first I was gonna say Pain. But Pain, at the end of the day, he had a, he had an idea that was good, uh, and it wasn't bent, it meant on. Even though he was destroying the hidden leaf, he was destroying the hidden leaf so he can you know uh, save the entire world. It was it was collateral damage in a sense, right? Uh, Madara had a similar idea where he was going to put everyone to sleep, uh, so they they would dream peaceful dreams and they would have peace for the rest of their lives. You know, they're they're literally being uh, they're literally asleep and they don't know anything. None of that they're doing is real. Uh, but he still had a good intention, right? But Black Zetsu, <laughs> this is the dude that he, he stands in the background just hating. He stands in the background just mad. Like, bruh, I got to be here watching this dude do all, get all the credit, get all the glory. While I wait and wait and wait and wait just so I can get what I really want. And that's 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 America right there to a T, man. Uh, that's the type of thing that they, 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 they wait and they hate. And they, and they're looking, and they, they cause a lot of their own hatred. <laughs> uh, they cause a lot of their own hatred, for to be honest with you, by by doing some of the things so they can get what they want, by going uh, 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 to war with some of these countries uh, just so they can get their oil. Uh, they, they 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 play this game where they're instigating all this, like Black Zetsu instigated Madara's entire plan uh, without telling what it actually would do. Uh, 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 similar to how America does with the people of the United States. Uh, I look at 9/11 as one of the best examples where we have this they all they attacked us as a terrorist attack Osama Laden did all this well did you know that we actually gave him the weapons to attack us did you know <laughs> did you know <laughs> that we set him up like that we set it up like now we 
Now, conspiracy theory aside, I mean, whether, you know, Bush did not have it or not, we're, I'm not getting into that. All I yeah, am yeah. saying... You don't have to get into the weeds of that. Like, all I am saying uh, is that America did give Osama a lot of the tools needed. Or rather, if we're going to take this back to getting racial with, uh, you know, minorities and black people, we can go about the Nicaraguan culture. How we funded drugs to come into the black communities mm-hmm. to destroy the black communities. Just like Zetsu trained Obito so Obito would get the nine tails, so he would end up trying to destroy the... Well, Get the nine tails and end up funding the Akatsuki, who would end up destroying uh, the leaf. Like, like <laughs> the, the, it's it's perfect. Zetsu is the nigga that sits in wait and hates, and that is perfectly America right there. Perfectly. Wow, that actually that actually backs up so well. <laughs> yeah. Black, yeah, yeah. Like Black My, mom wasn't anywhere near as good as that one. Uh, <laughs> where are you going? Where are you going to say? Go ahead, Jay. What you got? Yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say use all for one. All for one. That's actually that's a good yeah. one too, though. But that's a good one. Uh, this is a hateful motherfucker who likes restricts people into thinking he's trying to do good at first. Then, like, someone calls his ass out on it, and then he just gets pissed off. He's he's just mad, bro. He's just evil as shit. No reason, just evil as shit. And especially the name, uh, you because you can go deeper in that too. With the name, the villain's name is all for one. <laughs> that's yeah, his bro. actual exactly. name. Like he he was like supposedly trying to bring order to the world while committing a ton of crimes along the way. You know, just like it's he he played the good guy, and once he got caught, like it was done. And it's kind of what's happening here. That's it. <laughs> it's everyone's catching on. They're like, wait, this isn't good at all. This is bullshit. And then finally, I think it's becoming a mass idea now. Like, wait, this place ain't shit. So, I mean, it's almost like oh, America hopefully. was not the best country in the world it's almost yeah. like it. we we just need all mic to pop up real quick superpower <laughs> but no, that's real though, because i mean i feel like we've just become so attached to this uh idea of i mean across the board just everyone being attached to this idea of america since it's began and really now finally we get to see everything that happens behind the but then again, so many people still still behind that veil, still not trying to accept what's going on right in front of them. And I saw a funny tweet about this. It was like white people. Uh, it said, I think it said, what did it say? It said something like white people can watch um, Star Wars and can totally understand the rebellion. But then when they see <laughs> the same thing happening in front of them, they're just like, what the fuck is this? You know? Bro, I peep, I peep that too. I peep that too. And I, and I, I hate to say the label of white people too. That's why I kind of stuttered because I, I don't really say that that's white people. I really think it's just people like living more so really in suburbia. I feel like that they have like that total like just like lack of awareness of like we, everything that's like going on in, in, around the world. And uh, I think we seen that really with, like, with like celebrities too. We've seen like some of the statements that they yeah put out. exactly like it, it applies yeah, to them too. That's why like, yeah. Like, like they live in like a bubble away from from, from regular life, yeah. so they don't, they don't understand like the, the issues that are happening, or the way people are dealing with stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then yeah, you yeah. have some people that are just racist, um, and they're yeah. but yeah, they're racist with yeah, ignorance. The racist. Uh, like, like <laughs> yeah, some black people are just racist. They're, 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 like that was a comment. I don't know who it was. I was watching uh, one of the YouTubers I watched, Daquan Wilkshire. And he was just kind of doing his uh, his thoughts and opinions on the protests and everything that's been happening. Uh, and then he had read a, a YouTube from that he saw on Twitter. Uh, someone hit their comments, and that comment was uh, just, "What would you do if you saw a six five black guy walking towards you? Would you not be scared?" And 
Wow. When I first, wow. when I heard Daquan going over that, and uh, he was right, as mad as I am, obviously. Uh, but when I mm-hmm. first heard it, right, my initial thought was, why is that? Why? Why do you immediately have fear? Like, what? What conditions you in your life that immediately have fear as their response? You didn't just say a six foot five guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, 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 like, if you said a six foot five guy, I can be like, okay, well, maybe you're just afraid of big. Maybe you got beat up by big dudes, and you're like, I don't, what makes you say? Like black is the operative word. There. Yeah. What 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 is that? And I think that that a lot of that comes from just racist ignorance. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't I, I don't know the guy. I don't I don't know. I never I never heard him before today when I watched Daquan talk about it because uh, he saw it on Twitter. I never watched any of these uh, content. No, don't know who he is, so I can't necessarily say if he has racist content. And he's just all out racist. Uh, but that comment that was said, that's racist as fuck. But it's it the type Yo, of racist it, comments. It it's a type of racist comment that's like, are you ignorant or are you racist? And is that it, different? It's like dangerous racist comments too. It like that, to that, me that. with that kind of shit. Oh my bad, bro. No, you go. Yeah, go. Oh, uh, yo. <laughs> I just you just kind of got me thinking because I hear that shit too often when I'm on YouTube, bro. I see that Wait, shit. Wait, do, do you know who I'm talking time. about? Do you know who to do this by any chance? Oh, the, the dude you watch. No, not the dude I watched. Uh, talk about the dude that I watched that had, that read that, that said it. No, 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 no. I see that comment made all the time, though. I see okay. a lot of statuses like that where people are like, well, when I'm approached at night and I see a black man walking towards me, I'm intimidated. And I'm like, why? For what? Like, that. that's not... And then they're just like, I'm not racist, but then I'm just trying to say It's like, that's racist. In itself, it's racist. Like, if you're not trying to be, that's too fucking bad. Because as someone, Carl, you know me, I walk everywhere. Yeah, Bro, that's true. Anyone approaches me at night in general, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It's like, why the fuck are you approaching me late at night to begin with? I've seen like damn near crackheads try to approach me at night. I don't like anyone approaching me at night. I wish there, there is no difference there. Bro, I see more scary yeah. ass white people than I do scary black people. Like that's well, it's that's, like you, that's where you live at. City, that's where you live at, bro. Scary, scary. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like that's scary. Is scary is the best way of wording that though. Like when they said, if a six five dude approaches me, in any intent, that's a six five fucking dude. Yeah, that's Rob probably gonna be a big boy, bro. Like that's a fucking giraffe approaching me real quick. Yeah, it's like it's I, a little short of the Regardless, bro. Exactly. He could be gentle. But like, I'm gonna be like, that's a big fucking boy. I'm not gonna go like, oh, his skin color. I'm gonna go, that's a big boy. That's it. Like, I mean, I growing up, that, that's in a racist combat. Nah, totally. Like being aware of your surroundings, I feel like just growing up, trying to like protect yourself, you have like those precautions in your mind of like what's sketchy or what's not. You know, like if anyone I feel like comes near like my car or anything, I'm locking those doors. Like if, if I see you, yeah. if I look at my mirrors <laughs> yeah. and I see you walk and I see you walk behind me, like I'm just like nah. I see you in my rearview mirror. And I'm gonna <laughs> my door real quick, and it's yeah. not. It has nothing to do with discriminating on who it is. It, it could literally be any man, any woman. Just be aware of your Like, like at White Hall. Like Ricardo and I lived at White Hall, a Temple. True. <laughs> like that. That's like the ed, that's Shots the edge out. of campus, basically. Like, like, they, they, like you're on your own basically when you're at White Hall. <laughs> White Hall savages, baby. You know it. Yeah, well, White Hall savages, and. And uh, like, like you just have to be aware of your surroundings. Like, I, I didn't have like any trouble like when I was at Whitehall because I'm, because I, I was, I was aware of my surroundings. I knew what I was doing. You just have to be, you just have to 
take inventory of where you are. Yeah, and, and, and you know, with a possible thing that can happen based off of where you are. I mean, and it doesn't depend yep. on anyone's race because anyone can get robbed. I mean, my boy, uh, I tell a story all the time because my favorite story to tell, right? Uh, one of my favorite college experiences when we was drunk as shit in my uh, apartment. Allegedly drunk. We were underage. Uh, so, <laughs> allegedly. Um, in, in, in my a dorm at Whitehall. And my boy wanted to go get some crown chicken. Now, at that time. Uh, oh, crown chicken. So, yeah. At, at that time, you know, crown. Uh, that was that was the spot that was across right across from Whitehall. Down, like, one block, right? Mm-hmm. Now, he wanted now he wanted to go. And we were just chilling. Like, bro, like, we're we not trying to go out right now. But we're just chilling. We vibing, whatever. My boy playing guitar. Uh, we just we just really vibing. We just chilling, right? It's 3 a.m. This guy is like, you know what? I'm going to go. I don't care. I'll be by myself. It's like, bro, calm down. You're not. <laughs> just chill, bro. Like, we got food. We got some cereal, bro. Eat some cereal. Chill. You, you chilling right now. We chilling. Didn't listen. And he went. <laughs> Do you know what happened to him? Do you know how he came back? Oh, God. <laughs> Without his J's. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh my god! No. And it's like, bro, we told you, we told you. But do you know who? Do you know who robbed her though? And he described Ooh. it. It was a white guy in a hoodie that looked like he went to our school. Why'd you wear your J's on top of oh it? You walked god. out at three a.m. with your J's on. Because keep in mind, we was, we, was come, we came from a party. We was coming from a party, so obviously everyone was trying to. Uh, at that time, you know, I was in a relationship, so I wasn't. We were team people out here, uh, but you know, a lot of my friends at the time they were trying to score, so they were trying to look nice and fresh. So that's why he had the J's on the clean. The clean, they were clean. Oh, oh no! Uh, think, like pure money. There was something I, I forgot what they. I don't. You know, I'm not a sneakerhead, but they were something like with a, a dope name. I, I feel like it was pure money because that just sounds like a hard name, right? Um, but the, and they were not, they were clean too. They were clean, but that's why he was wearing because he wanted to kind of he wanted to court somebody for lack of a better word. <laughs> uh, yeah. Struck out that night. Struck out that night. Ended yeah, up hanging so with the fellas. He did, he struck out twice. <laughs> struck out twice. I mean, one was because he didn't listen. Like, at the end of the day, you know, be aware of your surroundings. <laughs> Un- understand what you can and can't do. No. That's fucked up. <laughs> It is one of my, yeah, that's one of my favorite stories to tell about. That shit's I look back and I laugh. I'm like, bro, I like, if I was your friend and I heard you bring that up in a podcast, I'd be a little bit sick of you right now, bro. <laughs> like, you that day. Look, the thing huh? is, like, yo, he he, knows, yeah, he learned a great he learned a great lesson. But the, the thing is, though, he, he he knows he knows I bring this up because uh, not the first he's not the first time I told the story. <laughs> I told the I told the story. In front of him before. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, yo, he, <laughs> it is, it, bro, it is what it is. I mean, it, there, there is no animosity. I might feel a little bit close to telling the story if he felt some type of weight towards it when I first did it. Um, but he hasn't. So I'm going to keep telling that story because it's a, it's a teachable <laughs> moment. It's a teachable moment. You got a great story, too. Yeah. Well, not, 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 probably not for him. But it's for a, it's for a great story to let the, uh, the, the teach his kids. <laughs> there's two lessons from it one was uh be aware you're surrounded and two is sometimes you gotta be worried about the white guy not the black guy man so it's everyone scary is scary piece of pieces of mind put a nice bow on that hey put a nice bow on it look it's about an hour in here uh so we're gonna go home and uh wrap it up uh since you are the guest do you have any closing statements for the floor jay uh, I mean, just 
oh, just fucking keep going with it. Like anyone listening who's just like, man, I, I wonder if I should go out there. Go out there. Oh, go ahead. Like join in on all this shit. I, keep, keep it up. I hope there is change that comes from all this. I really hope so. If I have a clo- oh, if I have a closing statement real quick, um, I want white people, fellow white people. Stop acting like a fucking hero because you post a status about white people. Man, like, that's, you know, that's just a personal gripe. If you wanted to get into it, you could get into it. But, man, you're not being a hero because you make a status saying white people are bad, yet we get it. Mm-hmm. Bro, go out there and actually join the protest. Shut up and go join a protest. That's it. Use that <laughs> privilege, family. motherfucker. We need yeah, to you, family, use that stuff. Talk to your friends. Use like, that. Exactly. People too, get, get the, yeah, yeah. talk to the people and stop making a fucking status that, you know, damn well, all you're going to get is heart reacts on everything else. Go make a difference, bro. I'm so tired of seeing that shit. And donate to the bail bonds in various cities <laughs> for these protesters, too. Donate to them. I mean, was that your closest statement, Chad? Front line. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, is yeah. that your closing yeah. statement? What donate? Yes. Oh god. Yeah, okay. donate. Yeah, donate. Yeah, I get these these people on the front lines. They're putting they're putting the live online for for change, and and it's up to us, the people that that aren't out there, to donate to help get them out of jail. All right, that's your uh, closing okay. statement, Vets. Hey man, my closing statement is everybody please be safe out in these streets. If you too if you do decide to go out and protest, please do it safely. Or whichever way you choose to get your word out. Get your uh, and let your mind be free. Um I hope that you do so. Um, but also consider the lives around you. And um yeah, really just um focus on the fact that this is a movement that we're all trying to be a part of. And it's not something that you should use for your own personal, you know, personal gain or your own personal satisfaction. So, and, oh, sorry. No, you go good. I was pretty much done. Yeah, I was, I was one last thing. Like, and if if, if, you, if there is, um, if you cause like the stru- like you do uh, break stuff in community, just make sure to help clean it up too afterwards. Like, <laughs> no, fuck about that. Wait, no, no, no. If, if it's a black, no, I mean, I mean, like the local store. I mean, like the the local. I'm not talking about like Target and stuff. But I'm talking about like these black-owned businesses. That don't destroy the black businesses. That's all I want to say. Like if, if but yeah, like don't. T- but if they if they do get destroyed, like help them help them repair this too, because because mm. they're they're because uh, they, they had nothing to do with this. Yeah. Like they're just collateral damage to this. And it's up to us to help them. Yeah, just be smart about it, folks. That's all. Really, that's all I really got to say. Yep. All right. And then my closing statement here is, uh, that's my job. I wrap it up. I'm the one behind the uh, keyboard. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, wrap this shit. Yeah, listen here. Just my closing statement. I do want to thank everybody for coming to Pieces of Mind episode two. Even though I might outload this one first, just because this is more important. Uh, so episode two or one, yeah. really. Uh, either way, both are going to get uploaded. Maybe you'll get that, order. we'll get that first pancake on a in an eventual uh, Patreon episode or something. Yeah, bonus episode. Yeah, <laughs> first <laughs> first <laughs> ever. like we said, it was the first pancake. All right, uh, we don't uh, need that one. Hey, But I do want to thank you guys for coming out the Pieces of Mind here. Uh, appreciate everyone, everyone who does continue in to listen. Uh, if you are going to be riding, as Ben said, man, just make sure that you are staying safe uh, and make sure that you are going uh, with a group of people. I think that's probably going to be the best thing to do for you to go for someone that make sure that you know you stay comfortable and you set the boundaries for what you are going to be doing. Um, if 
things get wild and you know you say hey i want to kind of go with that herd mentality or, or the, the mob mentality here and, and let's go tear some shit up and that's what you really want to do go for it man but uh just make sure you are setting boundaries for yourself that you're not doing anything you are uh, personally not comfortable with doing all right um but that being said, I want everybody who that is going out, that is doing everything that they can, uh, make sure you are moving with strategy, not moving with emotion. All right. Thank you guys for listening to Pieces of Mind. Uh, we are going to be gone. Peace.